attack is a stark reminder of the sacrifices they make for the public good, Trudeau said in a statement Sunday. While the investigation continues, early reports indicate that this is another example of the hate that we must remain ever vigilant against. We cannot and will not let violent extremism take root in our communities. Investigators have not released any more information about the suspect. Neck told reporters that police did not have any forewarning of the attacks. He said Edmonton police are working with Canada's integrated national security enforcement teams and other agencies. The Canadian government does not track the number of terrorist incidents, though the country has a long history of such attacks. A research group has documented more than 1,400 terrorist attacks in Canada from 1960 to 2015. Earlier this year, authorities charged a Canadian man with murder and attempted murder with a firearm after a deadly attack on a suburban Quebec City mosque. The January shooting rampage, which was called an act of terrorism, left six people dead and several wounded. The attack is thought to be the first mass shooting at a mosque in North America. In 2016, Canadian police killed a man who was planning to bomb an urban center during rush hour. Police, who were tipped off by U.S. authorities, caught the would-be suicide bomber as he was getting into a taxi carrying a backpack. The man detonated the bomb inside the taxi before police shot him. In 2014, a gunman killed an honor guard soldier and opened fire inside the Parliament building in Ottawa. Days earlier, a radicalized Canadian convert to Islam struck two members of the Canadian military in a Quebec parking lot, killing one of them. This is Sam Scholl reading from the Washington Post, Post Nation section. Trump called San Juan's mayor a weak leader. Here's what her leadership looks like. By Aurelis R. Hernandez, Samantha Schmidt, Abby Selk, and William Wan. When Hurricane Maria destroyed the infrastructure of Puerto Rico, it turned the mayor of its capital city into a spokeswoman for a stranded people. Carmen Yulin Cruz Soto told the world of the horror she was seeing as she waded through San Juan's flooded streets and the desperation on the island, parts of which may remain without power for months. Until then, Cruz had not been a well-known politician outside the island, but after she criticized Washington's response to the hurricane this week, Save Us From Dying, she pleaded on cable network. President Trump took direct aim at her on Twitter. Such poor leadership ability by the mayor of San Juan, he wrote Saturday. Democrats must have told her to say nasty things about him, he claimed. Since the president brought it up, we present below the historical record of the leadership of Cruz before and after the storm. The Island Cruz has, in some ways, been a lifelong politician, class president in eighth grade, student council president in high school. Like many Puerto Ricans, she left the island to pursue opportunities on the mainland, earning a bachelor's degree in political science at Boston University and a master's in public management and policy at Carnegie Mellon. She stayed on the mainland for many years, according to her official biography, and worked her way up to the position of human resources director at several companies, including Scotiabank and the U.S. Treasury Department. In a 2014 interview with a small New York newspaper, Cruz described the tug of war she and other Puerto Ricans often feel between the mainland and their home island. I often say to my friends that I felt too Puerto Rican to live in the United States. Then I felt too American to live in Puerto Rico, she said. So when I settled back in Puerto Rico in 1992, I had come to terms with all of that. After 12 years on the mainland, Cruz returned to her island to plunge back into politics. She became an advisor to Sila Maria Calderon, a San Juan mayor who later became Puerto Rico's only female governor. With the experience she gained under Calderon, Cruz ran in 2000 for a seat in Puerto Rico's House of Representatives. She lost that race, but in 2008 she ran again and won. 
Politics is a rough game, and sometimes as females, we are taught that you have to play nice, she said in a 2014 interview. Sometimes you can't play nice. A new mayor. As the race for mayorship of her hometown approached in 2012, she waffled publicly on whether to become a candidate. At first, she denied any plans to run. Once she entered the race, she strung together a series of small coalitions, including the LGBT community, students, Dominican immigrants, and taxi drivers, to form a base of support. Such allies helped her defeat a formidable opponent, a three-time incumbent, Jorge Santini. People don't realize they have the power, she recalled in an interview several days later. People don't realize that if they come together, there are more of them than those who occupy the seat that I'm in right now. Puerto Rico's politics are largely defined by their relationship with the mainland and whether the island should remain a U.S. territory, gain statehood, or vie for independence. Cruz's party, the Popular Democratic Party, campaigns to...